The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law, the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. And when I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of God. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother Raga will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and they recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while you're on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge. The judge will hand you over to the guard. You'll be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, anyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Throw it away. It's better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said of your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all. Not by heaven, for it is God's throne. Not by earth, for it is his footstool. Not by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair, white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I grew up as the second oldest of five boys. 
That means I have one brother that's a boss and three brothers that are clueless. Let me tell you how difficult it is to grow up with four brothers and never say idiot. It's impossible to grow up with four brothers and not get angry. So I'm going along and I'm growing up and then I hit puberty. <laughs> Let me tell you how difficult it is when you go through puberty and not look at a girl. I don't have to tell you because you already know. We're all made of the same thing, right? We know how hard it is not to look. So my question here today is this. Why is the Lord making it so difficult for us to abide by the single, by, by his version of the law? How, how come it's so hard? Why is he putting so many burdens on us to be able to fulfill the law? Well, he answers the question a couple of chapters later. So there he is, right? So he's sitting with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and he's saying, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, because you take the law and you put heavy burdens on the people. You take a cucumber and you tax it. And you put heavy burdens on the people. And I'm thinking to myself, look who's talking. I would rather pay the tax on a cucumber or on a head of lettuce than to follow the laws of the Lord's version of the law. But that's not where the Lord stops. You see, he doesn't stop right there. He doesn't just say that, no, this is the law. You're putting heavy burdens on the law. That's not the problem. It's okay to put heavy burdens on the law. We're trying to fulfill the law. It's not going to be easy. This is why he calls them, the scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. Because you don't lift a finger to help them. You put burdens on them, but you don't help them. I do. I help. And that's what he says later. You come to me. You come to me when you're heavily burdened. What does he mean by burden? Oh, I'll tell you what he means by burden, by the burdens of all the laws that he wants us to fulfill. Come to me. I'll make it easy. Now, I want you to remember that word, easy. That's very important. I'm going to I'll illustrate this with an example. I was coming back one day from the hospital on a hospital run. Comes to the house, and Brother Jerry, uh, he says to me, there's a bat in the house. I thought he was joking. So I go into the refectory downstairs, and there's a bat flying around the refectory. So, of course, my natural, my question is going to be, how do you get a bat out of the house? So the first thing I do is I go to my conference. I go to my friends, and I ask them. And naturally, they all claim to be experts at getting bats out of the house. And they all tell me, shoot it. <laughs> so knowing that that's not a viable option, I then call a professional, an exterminator, somebody that is a professional at doing this, the bat doctor. So I give him a call, and I says, I got a bat in the house. And he says, oh, oh that's not good. Very difficult to get a bat out of the house. I'm going to have to come down, and it's going to be very high. We're going to be hiding, and we might not even be able to find the bat. And if we do find the bat, it's going to be very difficult. We're going to have to isolate the bat and give it no food and water. We might have to starve it to death. And then I've got to go around. I've got to go up into the gutters to see how the bat got in. I've got to go up into the attic. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, the gutters? Attic? I said, this is the church. This is a big complex. That sounds like it's going to cost a lot of money. He says, oh, it's going to cost a lot of money. So then I go to YouTube. And I go to YouTube, and I type out the words... How to get bat out of house. So this woman shows up on YouTube and she says, there's two things you need to know. First of all, don't shoot the bat. <laughs> Second of all, 
it's really easy to get a bat out of your house. I go, what? So she says, well, all you have to do is open the window. The, the bat will feel the draft, and it will follow the draft right out the window. That's what bats do. They follow drafts. Now, if it's cold out and the bat doesn't feel like going out the window, then what you do is you chase the bat into a room. It's going to go into a room. Isolate the room by shutting the door. The bat will then land on the floor or on the wall. Take a plastic container and go up to the bat. Don't worry, it's not going to fly away because bats can't see. They don't know you're there. And you put the plastic container over the bat, and then you take a piece of cardboard, slide it between the plastic container and the wall of the floor, and now you have isolated the bat and you're in captivity. Now that the bat's in captivity, go outside and let it go. Because the bat is your friend. He'll eat all the mosquitoes in your neighborhood. So I'm saying to myself, no, it can't be that easy. I better call the exterminator back. But I says, well, I'll give it a try. So sure enough, I just the bats flying around. I shoo it, and then it goes into the laundry room. I shut the door, and there it is. So it's on the floor. So I take the plastic container, just like she said, put it on there, put the, I isolate it, I give it captivity, and I let the thing go. So now today, I'm here to tell you. This is, the, this is the faith lesson that I want to give you today. It's the secret to success in life. When you have a problem, when you have a difficulty, it's all about who you go to. Now, I thought it was impossible to get this bad. It was easy. Now, we think it's impossible to live up to the high standards of the Lord. Maybe it's not that hard. On our own, yeah, of course it's going to be hard. If we follow the Pharisees, yeah, it's going to be really hard. But maybe if we go to the Lord, maybe he really means it, that if you come to me, I'll make it easy. Think of it. Think of it. You and I could completely fulfill the law of God. We can do this. If you go to the right person. Now, here's my closing thought. When I think of morality, I don't think of a state of being, like we're there, like we're perfect right now. It's not the way it works. Morality is not a state of being. It's a walk. We're walking toward it. We're struggling. We're getting there. But we're not walking alone. We have very good, strong shoulders carrying the burden for us. Go to the Lord. Come to me, all you are burdened. I will give you rest because my yoke is easy. My burden is light.